sent it to you. When? I don't know. A while ago. I wrote it back when we did this shit regularly. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tremendous, a podcast about plants. I'm your local plant goddess, Cat Banks, and sitting next to me in the <laughs> nature dome. <laughs> <laughs> As always, is my partner and co-host, Brady Valentino. Hey, everybody. Week in, week out. We never miss an episode. You can count on us. Oh, yeah. We just that once a season post, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got summer out the way. Now we're going into fall. We like went hard in the beginning because it was new and exciting. Yeah. And then got, got busy and couldn't figure out how to juggle mm-hmm. time. Life got in the way and we're lazy, if that's the true, honest truth. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I am far from lazy. What are we talking about today, Brady? I don't know. This is your your episode. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be about poisonous plants and their toxic levels and all that goodness. I figure there's tons of podcasts out there about murder, so this will be good. I mean, poisonous plants are kind of murdery. Yeah, it's like like sci-fi murder. Oh, so what you're saying is we're not going to stand apart. Yeah. We're gonna we're just gonna shuffle with the crowd of murderous podcasts. I don't know why people love murder podcasts so much. I think people like mystery so much. That's a good yeah, that's probably it. They like um I don't know how to put it. I think not knowing and having things explained to them or shown to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get with murder content. Mm-hmm. Well, today's podcast. We're going to um, talk about some common household foods that are toxic at certain levels. We're going to talk about uh, common house plants and common plants you have in your, probably have in your yard that are toxic. Um, also, what to do if you come in contact with poison ivy. And then I'm going to talk about a special garden. Anything about poisonous plants outside of the home? They yeah. Are nature out in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Common. Cool. Right. Yeah. Common goodies. All right. Let's okay. get started. We're going to start with the game, though. And I think it, I thought it would be fun if, like, I give you a scenario and you tell me how much of a certain food item you think is toxic. And then you just, like, give it a guess. Okay, and sure. And I'll yeah, tell yeah. you. Okay. So, how many bananas is too many bananas to eat in one day? Um, I feel like I know this. I also love bananas. Mm-hmm. It's possible I've reached this level. Is it seven? No, it's a dozen. Oh, I thought for sure it was less than 10. can't imagine people eating a dozen bananas, but I'm sure it can happen. No, I've never eaten a dozen bananas in a day. That's Honest- too many. Honestly, more than one is like too much for me. Yeah, because you don't appreciate bananas. I know. I don't like the texture. Tastes is okay. I love the texture and the flavor. But I did eat a banana day. But yeah, a dozen bananas, too many for you. And the reason is, is that they're... Potassium. Yeah, the mineral, um, the vitamins and mineral content get too high for you. Yeah, they're just, they have way too much potassium. They're, yeah. And apparently too much potassium is bad for you. Yep. Too much of a good thing. Okay. All right, so I'm 0 for 1. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay, the next food item, I want you to guess how many of this certain type of nut you can eat. Okay. Every, every day. And it's the Brazilian nut. Brazil nut. Okay, so I actually just heard about this recently but not recently enough to remember what the answer is but i think it's even lower than bananas so i want to say three or four it's actually four or five oh that counts that counts as a yeah no 
which is crazy because they're not very big. They're just they're like the like an average size of a nut. Yeah, they, I, I can't remember what it is about them. There's something in them called selenium. Cell. I don't know how to freaking selenium, say selenium. Selenium. That's is it. That it? Oh, yeah, that it's, which is really which is really good for like your keeping your immune system healthy, and um, it's an, an antioxidant. But if you eat more than five, it can get problematic. And um, it's funny because I read about eating Brazil nuts is really good for heart health. Mm-hmm. But in that little paragraph that I read, they talked about, but don't eat more than this a day because it can become dangerous. But, you know, heart healthy, if you need to be on a diet like that, it would be perfect for you. Yeah. Four is that's a really mm-hmm. low amount. Four to five. For something that's both good for you and also a small food item. Yeah. Is there any common dishes that feature Brazil nuts? To be honest, I don't know if I've ever eaten one. They're like a little brown nut. It's would they be in like a mixed nuts container? Or probably would that be not. Too dangerous. I've only ever seen them sold in just like full bags of them. Yeah. I've never seen them in trail mix or something like mm. that. Have you tried them? No, but apparently they're good. I've heard from other people. I they're bet good. they're good. I saw them at Trader Joe's and I thought about it because you know I'm trying to stay heart healthy. Mm, don't overdo it <laughs> i know i gotta be careful a little too heart healthy okay the next one is what group of people can't eat honey people who are allergic to it nope you're telling me people who are allergic to honey can eat honey no i'm saying i'm saying there's more people who can't eat honey and i know this isn't exactly a plant but it's part of like natural. no it counts it yeah. counts um okay so there's an endless amount of ways to group people. What can you like give me kind of category you're looking for here? No. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give you a little bit. It has to do with a certain age range. Okay. And it has to be people who are older, right? Is that your final answer? So I know people in our age range can eat honey. Hell yeah, I eat that shit every day. People immediately below our age range can also eat honey mm-hmm. my first instinct was that it was like infants but okay. i'm pretty sure i've seen honey with like baby or child food it is babies it is babies babies up to uh one year of age cannot eat, cannot honey. eat honey neither can pregnant women because they're housing a baby that's <laughs> so housing a baby <laughs> why do i feel like i've seen Maybe it's just honey flavored. It could be honey flavored. I mean, like a lot of the honey on the supermarket shelf isn't like true honey. It's more just like syrup. Yeah, that's true. So what is it about honey? Honey contains a certain bacteria that I feel don't feel like pronouncing. Give it a try. <laughs> okay. I, I think I wrote it down. Oh, no. I skipped writing it down because uh, it was hard. But yeah, it contains a certain bacteria that can be problematic. And I remember my mom told me this and I was like, how would I know that as a new mom? It's like not to give your baby honey. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a very hard lesson to learn yeah. the wrong way. I'm sure it's like a lot of honey that would, you know, yeah. do it. But Yeah, so I guess the like babies just haven't developed something like whatever their system needs to fight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shame. I okay. mean, not a shame because I personally, I'm not a huge fan of honey. So It's so babies, good. Babies, if you're out there listening, you're not missing out on much. Oh my God, a little baby with a little <laughs> headphone set listening to podcasts. A little pregnant mama with the headset on her Aww. belly. <laughs> we Let's call that a future gardener. Future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one. Okay, apples. How many cups of ground up apple seeds can you eat before you're dead? 
So we all know that apple seeds have cyanide in it. Is that it? What's we it? all know that. I didn't know that. You didn't know that apple seeds were poisonous? No. I, I don't know. Apple seeds. <laughs> okay. Well, don't worry about it. It's okay. But okay, So the question is how many cups of ground up? Yeah. So it's like very dense packed powder. Mm-hmm. Okay. So already that's a lot of apple seeds. Yeah. So if you're out there eating like two apple seeds from an apple, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And who's to say that you're actually digesting those seeds anyways? I'm going to say... You never heard that? You're no. not supposed to eat apple seeds? No. I mean, parents when you're young joke about not eating seeds from anything because, oh, the fruit's going to grow in your belly. Oh, yeah. But like a watermelon? Was, yeah. Watermelon is the common one, but like yeah. apples, it also extended to. But he's like, I'm going to fucking eat it anyway. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just a thing parents say. Yeah. Um. Okay. How many cups? I think in history, someone's used apple seeds to murder someone. Oh, I wonder if that would be like an undetectable... No, I think they figured it out. They figured it. Well, I guess if you're aware of it, somebody wrote yeah. about it somewhere, so mm-hmm, somebody figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, how many cups? Try not to just guess the same numbers over and over. But your numbers have been going down with each question, so I'm going to say two cups. Wow. Oh, I'm so good at guessing. You got it. Yeah, so two cups of ground up apple seed it will kill you. It'll just kill you right there. Yeah, well, you have to eat it. But Well, yeah. You can make eye contact with it, but... <laughs> but I meant, like, it'll, it'll kill you on the spot if you eat it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be no bueno. I don't even know how you would trick someone to eat into eating that. Maybe, like, a baked good or something? Yeah, I, I bet you would have to mix... Like, you could easily mix that into mashed potatoes, for ooh, example. Ooh, it says pepper. <laughs> Cracked pepper. Yeah. You, you could also mask the flavor, but you could get that into mashed potatoes. Let's see. This has turned into a murder podcast. Yeah, we got to keep the people engaged. Yes, I know. (laughs) Okay, next one. How many avocados till it becomes poisonous in a day? I wanted to say one just because the numbers are getting lower and lower, but I've eaten more than one avocado in a day. Absolutely. 17. Well, the true number is none because I can't be stopped and I will eat avocados (laughs) till the end of time. (laughs) There is no poisonous fact up. But that jumps us into our next segment. So I was right. The numbers did get lower with each question. (laughs) (laughs) They did. But avocados are poisonous, but not to us. They're poisonous to a lot of animals, including dogs and cats. And I didn't know that one. I feel like I've heard that. I also, I I could be making this up, but I think I learned recently that uh, without humans, avocados would have gone extinct. You think? Um, But... With humans, avocados also went instinct, extinct. It's a very weird relationship where we... I wonder if we killed off a certain variety of avocados. I think it was we killed off an animal that's required to pollinate or fertilize them. But then we just figured out how to do it ourselves. Well, I learned that avocado trees are hermaphrodites. So that means one day the flower opens up with female reproductive parts and then the flower will close at night and then the next day it'll open up with male reproductive parts. And that's an evolutionary benefit for the tree itself. So they don't need as many stops by a pollinator or they don't need as Like if it was a tree full of female, they would need to be pollinated with the male parts. Mm -hmm. But now they have like both of it. 
all within the same tree. Yeah. That's pretty advanced genetics. I know. When I read that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. So the, the tree evolved over time to be like that so that it would be more fruitful. Oh, wow. Babies, if you're out there listening, avocados, also overrated. That is not true. Very true. Uh, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. I'm not, I'm not saying avocados are bad. I'm saying at this point, they're overrated. Honestly, they're not as good as they're made out to be. I could eat guacamole every day. I'm, I'm sure you could. Avocado toast. Avocado on any sandwich. Have you tried avocado toast with maple syrup yet? No, I haven't. I've been That's telling the you most about this can- for over a year. It's the most Canadian shit I've ever heard. That can't be the most Canadian shit you've ever heard. It's up there. Poutine with maple syrup is more Canadian that than that. That sounds good, though. That sounds awful. What are you talking about? Savory sweet? No. It's like bacon and maple syrup. I mean, Bacon and maple syrup works because bacon is already maple smoked. Not all. The good kinds. Bacon. I know. I was say, not the kind that I buy. Because oh. I'm cheap. <laughs> Now now you're offending me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. So our next one, our next poison in this plant. It's in your yard. It's beautiful. Hang on, are we out of the game? Oh, the game ended before avocados. Oh, I thought avocado was like the last question on the game. No, because then I started talking about how it's poisonous to animals. Oh, okay. So could, could we get a score recap? Uh, you got not bananas. You got Brazilian nuts. You got honey? I can't remember. No, I didn't because it was babies and I went. You got apples. Yeah. So you only got two out of five. Two, two out of five. Oh. It's okay. I'm a failure. Now next time you you come up with the game and then we'll see how I do. I came up with the lost game, but yeah. then I ended up getting to play it. <laughs> I got to come up with a game for you to play. Okay. okay. That can be next episode. Okay. Okay, next, so next common poisonous garden plant it's her it's a herbaceous perennial so that means at the end of the season it dies down it doesn't leave woody stems everywhere and then it comes back in the spring as beautiful white little bell flowers and it is lily of the valley it's kind of lily it's not a lily it's just oh it's just called lily of the valley it is so they have little white bells flowers that hang down it's mm-hmm. kind of a low grower perennial do you know why I picked this one? Because it's poisonous. Yes, one, because it's poisonous. And I thought you would catch on to this, but that's what Walter White uses in Breaking Bad to murder someone. Oh, my God, it is. You're right. I know. I should have known that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so this is something that grows in the garden. Mm-hmm. All aspects of it are poisonous. We sell the bulbs and we sell the plants out. So work. why grow it? Because it's pretty. That's it. There's yeah. no other benefits to it. Well, put it in your landscape. It'll look nice. It's a logo blooms late spring. But it's going to kill you and or your pets. It'll kill you if you consume it. Well, okay, sure. But um, a pet or an animal roaming your yard is likely to go to the garden and just take a bite. I know. I think a lot of those like really common ones that do have poisonous properties are like it's like you have to eat like a ton of them or something like that. But that's like with anything we eat. If you eat too much of it, it has a breaking point. TV's a lie then because in the show they don't use that much. I think they use a single flower. Really? To kill the person in the show. I don't know how accurate that is. Maybe they mix it with something else or maybe they just took creative license. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was just single flower. And they very, very delicately picked it. Like it shows them picking it out of the garden and they took very great care. That's so funny. I can't believe that went right over my head. I only just finished watching the show. I know. I was like, I saw that online. I was like, oh my God, I have to bring that into the segment because he will know. 
<laughs> no, I failed you again. You know, it is really toxic. The lily of the valley. Yeah. I, looking at my notes, there has 40 different cardiac gly- glycosides in it. Mm-hmm. So first you get blurry vision and then you get dis- you get become disoriented. You have rashes. You start to salivate. And then you have sudden alterations in heart rhythm. So I'm finding that a lot of the toxic plants that we use that have been made into heart medicine are found in nature. So like that's why it causes problems because it fucks with your heart. Do you know how long that one takes to to fuck you up? I don't think it's that long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the show it was pretty quick too. Yeah. They got that part right. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do we got next? Okay, the next one, common... Household food item in late summer, rhubarb. I love rhubarb. It's so good. Rhubarb pie. With so strawberries. Tart. Well, just rhubarb. No, I like, I have to have strawberries With whipped cream. Do you know what part of the rhubarb plant is poisonous? The stem. No, we eat the stem. Oh. <laughs> That's I was the part so confident with up. that answer. I was just <laughs> making it up, but I was so confident. It's the leaves. The leaves? Yeah. I was. My next guess was going to be the bulb. No, it's so it's a perennial vegetable, at least in our area. Mm-hmm. And then I also learned that um, if you're chopping rhubarb and it's green on the inside of the stem, it's okay. I Googled it. I was like, I don't want to. So act that's like your sign if you're worried is that it's green inside? No, that's that's okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Your mm-hmm. your safety sign. Yeah. Green means go, baby. Green or red or white. And oh. then, but don't eat the leaves because they will shut down your kidneys. Oh, okay. So what other color can it be inside if not green, red, or white? Nothing else. So all those colors are okay. Yeah. So then when is it not okay? You can eat the stem. You oh, can't eat the leaf the part. Oh, okay. The leafy greens are the problem. That's why you never find So the color of the stem is irrelevant. Well, I was worried once when I was making rhubarb oh, so pie. You looked it up. Yeah, I was like, why is it green on the inside? Am I going <laughs> to kill everyone? Will it still be just as good? Yeah, I got really uh, similarly worried when I had garlic that sprouted. Oh, that's fine. I thought for sure it was going to poison me, so I threw it out and didn't end up cooking with garlic, and the meal was very bland. Oh. Come to find out, it's still fine. Yeah, you just cut the little sprout out. Yeah, you just, just call you a germ. around it. Yep. Yep. You could plant it if you wanted garlic bulbs. Uh, you, I'm sure, could plant it. I cannot. I don't have the skill set. <laughs> yeah, so rhubarb shuts down your kidneys. That's a shame, because rhubarb is delicious. I know. Okay, the next one is also a very common uh, plant for people using their landscapes. It's very beautiful. It's called foxglove. I have not heard of this one. It's another herbaceous perennial. And there's kind of like, it's the um, botanical name digitalis, but there's 20 different varieties underneath it. So there's a lot of things called foxglove, but you don't want to eat it. And the reason why is um, it's commonly used to chart or to treat heart failure so it's again the thing with the heart where like it messes with you so eating like a lot of it would be the same as taking unregulated heart medication yeah that's very dangerous yeah but is this a food or just a plant it's a flower blooming flower so it's not something you would regularly eat no no no, okay. no. not no, like no. rhubarb for example mm-mm, mm-mm. no it's just really pretty kind of stunning in a yard that can make your heart fuck up my next one is a common household house plant a common house plant. Indoor? Yep. Okay. Uh, it's called a Deffenbachia or a Diefenbachia. I say both, but I really don't care how people pronounce you just it. You interchange between them for no yeah, reason? Yeah, I do. So um, it causes your airways to close. Oh. Yeah, if you consume it. And again, not a food, but just a house plant. Yeah, just a house plant. It's very pretty. It's a big 
leafy green or green leafy le- green le- big green leaves. Yeah. And then it usually has some design of like white color in in them. Is it also toxic to animals? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's something you should avoid getting if you have pets. Yeah. Especially know, cats. As well as well as you think you've trained them, the pets will always try to eat. And apparently if you even just like rubbing up against it can cause skin irritation. Really? No. Like coming across poison ivy. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. You just get, you know, incidental contact and you get breakouts. Yeah. So I've actually, I've watered them all the time and I've never had like itchiness to them. But apparently if you're very sensitive, it can happen to you. So no Diefenbachias for anyone. Diefenbachias? Diefenbachias. Diefen. <laughs> yep. You pronounce it any way makes you comfortable. Thanks. Okay. Next one is short and sweet. Hydrangeas. They have cyanide in them. What makes them short and sweet? That's just the. That's, just that's all I got. Cyanide. You know that your grandma's pretty hydrangea bush? Deadly. <laughs> no. I don't know what that looks like. It's beautiful. It has really big flower head. Um, it is. It is. It does die down, but it leaves its woody stems. It's pretty. Is it something you plant yourself or something that just grows? I do have one in. Yeah, no, it's a common landscape plant. But will it just grow in the landscape or do you, does somebody have to plant it? Someone has to plant it. Again, why would you plant it if it's going to kill you? Because it's beautiful. It's really common for people to use yeah, them in bridal bouquets. You can get beautiful plants that aren't poisonous. Well, you're not going to eat your bridal bouquet. <laughs> well, there the 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 previous one, whose name I've forgotten, mm-hmm. the yeah. Diefenbachia. Uh, that you don't need to consume. Yeah. And it'll fuck you up. You have to consume it for your airways to close, but if you just brush up against it. Well, it's still bad for you. Yeah. So why, why, why not just plant something I'm else? I'm planting a hydrangea bush in the first place we own. We'll see about this. No, it's happening. I'm going to have a poisonous garden. You think you're going to be on your own? <laughs> for yard maintenance? For that area of the yard maintenance, yes. I choose to not die. an entirely preventable death (laughs) it's okay like modern medicine has remedies for us yeah but you know you're inviting bad news okay okay i got one for you called white hemlock it's not something that people usually plant in their yard usually you can find it in forested areas and this is really poisonous because people confuse it with a wild carrot it has a carrot aroma has similar greens to a carrot, so people tend to eat them in mistake. It has a similar orange? No, no. It's white. Oh, so it looks like a white carrot. Yeah, so it has a white flower. It can get up to eight feet tall. Um, people confuse them for the wild carrots or queens and lace, which is a common landscape plant. They just have just a little bit of difference in variation, so it can be very problematic. So is it like a carrot where it's subterranean and then the green bushy thing? grows out of the ground Mm -hmm. exactly and it's a class b noxious weed so it's kind of vigorous what happens if you consume it so eating small amounts will kill you oh yep small amounts the symptoms come on fast um you get dizziness your heart rate slows down and then you have paralysis of the central nervous system and then you'll have respiratory failure and is this from eating the green bushy part or the carrot i'm gonna say it's any part of it any part of it yeah so i know like people are like really into foraging you really need to be knowledgeable when you're out there just eating anything yeah. yeah i know people who go out looking for mushrooms so do i and yeah you could one misstep yeah exactly 
So where does this grow? Is this something, another one that gets planted by someone? No, this is kind of, it's... Oh, it's a weed, you said. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll just grow itself. And it's fucking eight feet tall. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's huge. Well, that's not quite a carrot then. And that's how Socrates died. He consumed, yeah, he consumed uh, white hemlock. That I did not know. And that is a very fun fact. I know. He was found guilty of a crime. And then his punishment was to drink the white hemlock tea. And then he just drank it and he walked till he died. So he was sentenced to death. Yeah, pretty much. Did they know they were sentencing him to death? Yep. I mean, I'm sure he knew, but did they know? Yeah. Wow. Very common. I mean, that was back in the time when people are testing plants. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Poor guy. I know, but he knew what he was doing. He was just going to go for a little walk and then he passed out and died from respiratory failure. And that was it. That was it. He was done, so. Yep. So is there anything you can do to remedy it if you come in contact with it? I didn't find anything about that. So avoid it at all costs. Yeah. And if you're going to tempt fates, do it near a hospital. And yeah. And hope for the best. If you discover that it's in your yard, you need to have it removed. Professionally. Professionally, or you have to take certain precautions. I'd stick to professionally. Put it on someone else's list. Keep your pets indoors. Yeah. That's like the theme of this episode. Keep your pets indoors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one is, it's actually kind of a famous plant because of how bad it is. It's called giant hogweed. I think I've heard of giant hogweed. I, you probably have because I remember reading an article about a teenager who came in contact with it and he had to be hospitalized for it. Where was this? When was this? That was in like the U.S. sometime last year. Oh, wow. Recent. So it can grow up to six feet tall and it's phototoxic. What does phototoxic mean? Related to the sun. Oh. Yeah. So exposure to skin can cause you to have um, sensitivity to light exposure. So like rubbing up against it can cause you to get really dark blisters. Mm Mm-hmm. That are made worse by the sun. Yeah, that come on from the sun. And these, this can happen within 48 hours. You can have scarring for many, many years from your blisters. And then it can cause long-term sensitivity to the sun as well. But it sounds treatable. It's treatable, but it's very painful. And that's only if you only come in contact with it on the outside of your body. Mm-hmm. So it's like you brush up against it. The whatever chemical gets on you and then you go out in the sun and you instantly have blisters and it's extremely painful. Oh, it sounds like some vampire shit. I know. Ugh. Uh, you can cause you to go blind if it gets in your eyes and it is native to southwestern Asia, but it mainly grows in unmaintained lots here. So it is a, like a weed. Another weed. Yeah. So what does it look like? It's just a really tall, upright, like bushy thing. As like a main central stock and then it does bloom and it's not fun. Where are all these things growing? Most of them are growing in unmaintained areas. I feel like I've I like I could picture you know an abandoned lot. Mhm. with weeds growing out of control. But no concept of people dying from them. Yeah. Well, not a lot of people are running through those lots. Oh, I think you'd be surprised how many people are running through <laughs> that those lots. Is that your common uh, afternoon activity? Not mine, but, you know, we have teenagers, mm-hmm. youths, youths, as Schmidt would say, new girl, <laughs> another new girl reference. Mm-hmm. I know you've never watched it. I'm so I have watched that. it because people tell me I'm like that girl. You're not. 
Okay. I mean, you're both very bubbly and passionate about your... Our things. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. you're way better than she is. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you could lead a TV show. Aw, thank you. Yeah, easily. Oh, bless your heart. (laughs) Introduce us to my Cultivation Corner. Ba-ba-ba-da-ba, Cultivation Corner. Yeah! Welcome to Cat's Cultivation Corner, a mini segment where I give you top tips for our current topic. All right, hit me with uh, tip number one for poisonous plants. So, what I'm going to talk to about is what to do if you come in contact with poison ivy. Uh, yeah, this is like probably the most common poisonous plant in the world. Or the mo- I feel like it's the most commonly known one. I feel like when yeah. I was when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, I gotta watch out for poison ivy." Yeah, you may never have seen it or come in contact with it, but everyone's heard of yeah. poison ivy. And poison oak, I believe, is another name for it. I always thought they were the same thing. I think they are. Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, I always <laughs> knew they were the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, say you're on a hike and you come in contact with it. What you want to immediately do is wash it. So hopefully you either have a canteen with you full of water or you buy some type of water. You just rinse it with water? Rinse it with water. If you're somewhere where you have access to soap, you want to use soap and water because what is happening is, is the oil that came from the plant that's hurting you. So you want to be able to yeah. so uh, get it off. If it's um, if you have access to it, you can would also use rubbing alcohol to help mm. with removing the oil from your skin. And you need to rinse it really, really well. And that includes all of your clothes that came in contact and your camping gear. So everything. Mm-hmm. So so if you were, say, walking through some bush and there's poison ivy flanked on both sides of you, mm-hmm. you just walk through it, touch your arms, touch your clothes, touch your bag, touch your legs. Are you just Done hopeless? <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't I think, think you have enough water for that. <laughs> I think 85% of people have a reaction to it. Yeah. So there's a good chance that you'll react could you just jump into a lake if there were a lake nearby? Yes, but why would you want to get all wet if you didn't have to? Well, you're hiking, presumably. That'd be okay. Yeah, you're. You'd probably have to swish you're on around. The lookout for water of some sort, mm-hmm. anyway. You have to swish around it like really intensely to get it off of you. Yeah, yeah. Can you pee on it? No, that won't do that anything. Won't help. No, no. It's, it's not a peer. It's not a jellyfish sting. Okay. I don't even know if that's real. Uh. Probably not. It's probably just an urban <laughs> legend. Probably. So when you're um, washing the, the poison ivy off of you, you, they don't want to scrub too hard because it can get into your skin and even more. So you got to be gentle when you're doing your suds up. Good to know. Mm-hmm. You want to clean underneath your nails to avoid having the oil collecting there and spreading. Weird fact about it, its boiling point is 392 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 200 degrees Celsius. That's a pretty high boiling point. Yeah, it's oil. It's all it's oh, like. yeah, it's oil. That makes sense. Yeah. High flash point, good for cooking. Um, If you have poison... Don't cook with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. And you didn't react at all. <laughs> I was trying to read ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> Another thing, um, if you have it in your yard, you would just want to mow over it so that it can stop the spread and just constantly be working on physical removal. And then make sure you're wearing gloves when you empty the yeah. mower. Disposable gloves if possible. Oh, you don't want to hang on to the gloves. And you know, the, what, whatever that oil is in the poison ivy is also found in small amounts in other foods. So pistachios apparently. Have the poison ivy oil. Yep. Oh, that's no good. I know. But it's so small that it's not going to affect you. Well, how how many pistachios 
gonna give you the poison ivy reaction i bet it's in the thousands probably yeah you know how much how much work it is to unshell a thousand pistachios well how 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 much do you love pistachios i love it a lot because depending on how much you love it it's probably worth it mm-hmm. okay and then the next thing i wanted to talk about for um my cultivation corner is how to remove giant hogwood so we're talking about the the one that like photo the one that's phototoxic yeah basically it's like just your common sense things but you want to be in full protective gear glasses if you can you don't want any part of your skin showing when you remove it so looking like a beekeeper yeah pretty much full coverage if you could avoid touching the plant at all that would be good taking the shovel getting underneath the root system popping it out of the ground and then moving that root ball out into your don't put in your compost put in your trash straight in the trash yeah in a plant tied up back well yeah tie it up tight because the the garbage man aren't gonna know yeah exactly you know, you better be considerate so anyone out there with a beekeeper's uniform you got a new side hustle right yeah <laughs> you'd be out there removing the hogwood and then um you can also pour vinegar on it but m- people tend to you have to use um garden safe vinegar and it tends vinegar tends to kill everything around it so if yeah. you don't want the things around it to die don't use the vinegar to kill it off but vinegar will kill it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not going to like melt it. No. It's just going to kill it. Mm-mm. And then you still have to dispose of it when it's mm-hmm. dead. Okay. So it's like a diluted vinegar. After you vinegared it, do you still have to take the beekeeper precaution? and? I would, just to be safe. Just to be safe. Yeah, you don't really you don't want to be exposed to those blisters. Yeah. You know what? Don't ever cut corners when it comes to being safe. Yeah, and then um, once it's all removed, you want to till the soil so that there, which is basically going into the soil and roughing it up and um, sifting through it and digging through it. You can use a rototiller to do that. I know but, what tilling is. Okay, and just for the people who don't, <laughs> you want to do that so that if there was any rootstock left around in there or any seeds left, you're making it possible for them not to spread anymore. And that's Cat's Cultivation Corner. I wish I could remember the jingle I did. Ba, 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 da. Cultivation Corner. <laughs> Perfect. Now, I bet you didn't know this, but there's a poisonous garden. I did not know this. I it's, love a unique garden like this. So the whole thing is just poisonous plants? It's called the Poison Garden. The Poison Garden? Yep, and it's located in the UK next to the Anwick Castle. Anwick Castle. I might be pronouncing that wrong. There's a weird L in there. I don't know. About. How do you, how, can you spell it? A L N W I C K. Yeah, I would say Anwick as well. They, I, that's what I thought they said in the video, but they're also just talking so fast. That I, I don't thinking. know if that's right, but I that's what I would go with. But I also don't think I've heard of that, so I don't know where it is. Yeah, it's in the Northumberland. North under um. Oh God. Northumberland. Northumberland, UK. That's in London, I think. Possibly. I'm pretty sure that's in London. Yeah. they. So the Poison Garden is a part of a collection of a few gardens together on one property. But they have it. It's really cool. It's like gated off with these black gates and then a big sign that says Poison Garden. Okay. I've thought of a game for you. Oh, yeah? How many species of poisonous plants in the Poison Garden? A hundred. Over a hundred. That's probably correct. She's got it. Yeah, I have it right there. What right is there the my most notes. abundant poison plant in the poisonous garden? I don't know, but I do know that you can't walk through it by yourself. It has to be a guided tour. You're not allowed to sniff things because there are poisonous aromas. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to touch and you can't bring animals in. 
The do you wear nose plugs? No, I think it's like when you like go up to a plant and you like oh, like it. when you get really close. Yeah. Okay, so it's not all just airborne then. Yeah, and they have people who maintain it because they they have to have people maintain it. Are they dressed like beekeepers? Yeah, they are. They're oh, wearing nice. a full suit. They have a mask on. Um, because if they don't, they'll burn their skin. You know, instead of beekeepers, I should have been saying like Walter White. Pick, following on from the Breaking mm-hmm. Bad plant mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, the yellow, the yellow suits with yeah. the masks. <laughs> yeah. So if you're ever in the UK, you can tour this poisonous garden. Would you go? I'd go. Me too. I I trust that they know how to keep you safe. Yeah. I mean, there's a pathway through it, and they have like all these little signs that have the little skull and crossbones symbols mm. on them. So I would go too. Do you know how much it costs? I think it's just a small mission. Like a donation type thing? Probably. Like small donation for entry. Like they have regular gardens too, like rose gardens and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can get a rose garden anywhere. That's I know. That's this poisonous time. garden. I know. That sounds cool and badass. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to maintain it though. I don't think I'd be comfortable with you maintaining it. <laughs> a little scary. I worry. I was just out on the farm a few weeks ago and I was wearing a, like a, a short sleeve shirt and I, the whole rest of the day I was so itchy. So. Oh, is that the day you came home with like 4,000 bites? Yeah. On every part of your body? I'm just not good at maintaining things. And then the <laughs> <laughs> First of all, shut up. <laughs> Second of all, I don't think it was your fault because the, the bites just kept appearing. I know. It was like a slow process. Like, yeah, you came home with a lot of bites and then mm-hmm. later that night there was even more. And then the yeah. next morning there was even more. They just kept popping up. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was much you could have done. Wear short, long sleeves. Short of... <laughs> Dressing as Walter White and yeah. wearing a respirator. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got for this episode on poisonous plants and their toxic levels. Do you think there was a poisonous plant at this farm? No, but there's definitely something that irritated me. But you don't think it was a poisonous plant? No. So there's some of the plants that we talked about today. They're really common in gardens, mm-hmm. but they those are the ones that like you have to consume or you have to be like engulfed in for it to have effects on you like that right but again that's very likely that a pet or a stray animal would Mm -hmm. consume it well i wonder maybe not domesticated animals like dogs or cats but stray animals like raccoons coyotes they've probably evolved to the point where they can tell Mm -hmm. what is poisonous and what isn't and what's safe for them and plants have evolved to develop these toxins to protect their biological from yeah their biological features so that they don't get eaten so that right. they can pass on their seed and so i'm assuming some some animals well i know that like deer will nibble on things to learn if they're poisonous or not yeah so that's where that comes from so everyone's kind of like bouncing back and forth like should i eat this should i not nature working in harmony yeah, and we're just fucking it yeah, up, we're man. We're destroying this goddamn planet. <laughs> oh, that's a bad note to end on. <laughs> Mother Nature, if you're out there, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I apologize for my species. I don't like the majority of them. I wish we could do better. I really do enjoy this planet. Please yeah. allow us to continue living on it. Please. We have nowhere else to go. Not yet. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And cut.